Can I have more kick drum, please? Can I have more bass, please? Drummer, f***ing kick drum, okay? Just kick drum. Can I have more music, please, in my ears? Jamie, I said sing a scale, C major scale. Okay, ladies and ladies, and ladies and gentlemen and gentlemen. Hello. And welcome to the Jam About Town podcast, the podcast where two musicians who know nothing about geography talk about a new town each week that they've most likely never been to. Hello and welcome. I'm here with uh, Jamie Wilkinson. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? How are you, James? Uh, I am okay as usual. Um, Nothing to report you. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Um, We went for another bike ride, didn't we? We did. It was a very... It was a crazy one this time. We went up a really... It was a two-kilometre hill, didn't we? It was, yeah, and I walked about 1.8 kilometres of it. You loved every mini- minute of it, oh, didn't you? Oh, I did. Once we got to the top, <laughs> I was all right. It was just my hay fever to worry about. Oh, yeah, you were crying downhill, weren't I you? I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a shout. I was like, guys, stop, I can't see. <laughs> 25 degree heat as well. That was a good idea, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great, with not much wind either. And no food. Well, you had food, but I we didn't food. have food. I had a little sweaty peanut butter sandwich. Oh, mm. oh! Don't sweaty. get me, don't get me going. Yeah. So, welcome to your weekly dose of unmitigated escapism that is desired by many, wouldn't you say, James? At the moment. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would say so. Many, so many people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Basically, what we're saying—that's a fancy way of saying your weekly worth of crap. Exactly, yeah. From us. I think we need to get away from the world for an hour and a bit. Exactly. Don't exactly. We. Exactly. We're gonna we're sort of starting off each podcast at the moment with our new section, cut short, and uh, cut short is the section where we sort of people send in. Um, where they've got cut, cut short in places and uh, maybe have weed or pooed in um, some interesting situations. And uh, usually when you get cut short, it's because you're breaking your routine or travelling somewhere new, like a new town or city. There you go. And that's go. exactly the case with this week's anonymous story that I have been sent in. I cannot wait for this. And I am so pumped about this week's one. It is absolutely brilliant. I got told it... Um, told it yesterday via a phone call and um it is so good it's quite long yeah and uh yeah it's anonymous and i'm going to call that person Gornad. okay Gornad. so this story like has been sent in by Gornad. <laughs> <laughs> um so now Gornad was on a holiday in corfu with his girlfriend and had a lovely routine of eating breakfast and drinking a coffee each morning mm. at the hotel as you do okay? yeah as you do um, Gornad said that a crucial part of this routine was a quick 20 minute trip back to the room to relieve himself after the coffee <laughs> before the day's adventures began unfortunately though one day they were running late to leave for a boat trip so oh, Gornad no. missed his 20 minute solo meeting with the toilet oh no that is not good start of the day is it it's not good <laughs> and I tell you what if that happened to me I would be screwed yeah I'm usually uh, okay with those kind of situations I can usually wait until um, 
I can go, and I won't go in public. So, well, Gornad sounds like me. To be fair, yeah, he has to do it or he can't finish his yeah. day. Yeah, that's it. Well, um, unfazed at the time, Gornad and girlfriend arrived at uh, the boat because uh, they were going for a boat trip that day um, in Corfu and floated <laughs> off into the distance for a lovely romantic boat ride with just the two of them. <laughs> right, okay. Um, unfortunately, midway through the adventure, Gornad's bowels showed anger towards him for missing his toilet time. Oh, no. <laughs> so much so that he recalled needing a poo so badly that he actually had a headache. <laughs> <laughs> so you, James. Yeah, I know. You'd you think this is me, but it's actually not. Um, dealing with the situation was a must, but in the middle of the sea, uh, which I believe they were, I think there was only one option. Hang off the edge of the oh. boat and attempt to deal with the issue. <laughs> I had a feeling so, that might be the case. <laughs> so picture this right now. Gornad is hanging off the edge of the boat and trying to poo underwater. Underwater? Yeah, and um, we're like, well, waist down, he was underwater. Oh, in the right. Middle of the, I think they're in a cove. They went into a cove, like oh, a I quiet see. cove to do this. I, I had um, on my mind that he was sitting on the edge of the boat, pooing off the boat. No, I believe he was hanging off, uh, hanging hanging onto the boat, but waist down with underwater. But he was in the sea. Sort right. of floating. <laughs> <laughs> in the lovely waters of Corfu. I know, I know. Mm. So, um, <laughs> ten minutes later, there was no luck. The pressure of pooing off the side of a boat in the shores of Corfu was too much for Gornad. He couldn't poo. <laughs> I told you Maybe it's it was the story. salty water. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Bit of stage fright. I get that a lot as well. I've tried to uh, try. This is similar situations I've been in. Yeah. Not quite as great as this, but um, depends if he was close to his girlfriend or not. Not emotionally, yeah. but physically. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you have to be close to a girlfriend <laughs> <Definitely>. emotionally. <laughs> Um, um, so confused how a human can need to go so badly yet still not manage while underwater Gornad continued with the boat adventure having come to terms with the fact that he'd have to wait for a toilet on land Uh, a little time later they were heading back to the shore in shallow water and Gornad jumps out of the boat and without even realising drops a very (laughs) large bomb in his swimming shorts <laughs> the uh, the log proceeds to float out of the swimming shorts. Oh my god! And, and oh, you you know it. It floated on top of the water. It floated. How unlucky is that? It's going to be a floater whilst you do it in the sea. Uh, he described oh. the moment to me like this: It slipped out so easily that, but I barely felt it. I have no idea how that can happen. <laughs> That's amazing. Did he say whether he was wearing the um? The kind of swimming shorts that have the netting. Oh, that's a very not? good point. I I I don't know that. Maybe yeah. not. I don't know. I would assume it depends how tight the netting is. Obviously, that it wouldn't yeah. uh, surpass the netting. But maybe it was a, a Primark jobby and the uh, and the yeah. netting had ripped. That's happened to me before. Yeah, maybe. Or it's quite loose <laughs> netting. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> let me get where where was I? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So to make matters worse, Gornad, in a state of shock, still coming to terms with the fact he'd pooed himself, then sees his girlfriend walk right up to him, along with someone coming from inland to help with the boat. <laughs> Gornad <laughs> panics and flaps at it, flaps at the floating log in an effort to move it out of sight. 
<laughs> I'd do the same. I'd try and push it down like you would a float. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With your feet. L- <laughs> Luckily for Gornad, only the girlfriend noticed the poo and they continued on to have a lovely holiday. Um, and Gornad would like everyone to know that the moral of the story is to never mess with your morning routine wherever you are. The yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was brilliant. Thank you very much, Gornad. <laughs> That was the best one, yeah. yeah. Uh, a shout out, Gornad. Shout Gornad. out, Gornad. Wow, that was Gornad. Gornad, amazing. I don't know how we're going to top that. that. Might be the end of Cut Short, right there. I know it's so good. I was crying last night when he told me that one, and apparently it was huge, like absolutely huge. And that was why he was so surprised that it just slipped out without any effort. Yeah. Oh, that is fantastic. God. Wow. Uh, do you reckon he's going to come on the podcast, Gornad? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, let us let us know, Gornad, if you if you want to come on. Yeah, and um, then we if you want to, you know, reveal yourself to be the culprit. Um, <laughs> Apparently, um, he was so embarrassed that he um swore to ne- that his his girlfriend um he said to his girlfriend that not swore at his girlfriend, but he said you must never repeat this ever again. And then she immediately re- you know told someone. Brilliant. Uh, so. Of course she did. <laughs> we must never speak of this. Um, that is- Brilliant. Very, very good. Fantastic start of the podcast today. I'm pumped now. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I'm really pumped about this one. And um, yeah. I'm really pumped to not be um, so rubbish as yeah. I was last week. I Same. was terrible last week. Yeah. Um, we couldn't speak, could we? We couldn't get our words out. You know, um, yeah. I don't know what a podcast does to you, but I promise you. I, You know, maybe, I, to be fair, I can't speak in normal life anyway, so... Yeah, neither can I. Yeah, if I try and use long words, doesn't happen. If I try to use words, doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. So, um, so this week, we are um, venturing out of the UK this time, aren't we? Whoa! We're not even in the UK. We are so cultured. We are in Ireland. We're not far from the UK. We um, in the city... And county, yeah, 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 yeah. Again, yep. of Limerick. 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 We're in Limerick. We're in Limerick. <laughs> We're in Limerick. <laughs> how, how are you doing? Oh, I'm not even going to try my Irish. I'm rubbish <laughs> go on, Irish. Go on, go on, go on. <laughs> I'll just do something. Everyone will be so offended. <laughs> no, you, that's the whole point. Don't put a moan into you. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing, Jamie? How are you doing? Nah, how are you, you doing? Scottish. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing great. Now, James, have you got anything to say about Limerick? Um, I've just that Limerick is a is a is a is a city in County Limerick, as you said, located yeah. in Midwest Ireland, with a pop of a population of what in 2016, Jamie? Oh, I didn't look at this. Um, good. I'm gonna say Limerick is is the fourth largest city in Ireland. Yeah, fourth most pop, fourth most populous city in Ireland. Populous Great word that populous. <laughs> populous. Um, I'm gonna say, um, it's probably eighty thousand. Ooh, hello, hello. What have you been doing? Ninety-four thousand one hundred ninety-two. You're, you're getting good. You're getting good. That's all right, isn't it? You little pro, you little mm. populous pro. I was, I was thinking, what, Brian's like 30... Is it 30,000? 300,000. I, I can't remember. Can't be no 300,000. 300,000? <laughs> Is it? No, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, well, it um, it famously produced the band The Cranberries. 
Yes, indeed. If you knew that, yeah. I saw that, yes. Um, In the 16th and 17th centuries, Mm -hmm. Limerick was often called the most beautiful city in Ireland. Was it really? (laughs) So, can you believe that, folks? Um, (laughs) No, no, it makes me sound sound like I'm saying that I don't think it's nice. It actually looks really, really nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but um, I just thought that was a bit of a boring fact, and I don't know why I said it. (laughs) <laughs> and I've, you sounded like a sarky English bloke then, Yeah, then. yeah And I've written down castle Because it has a castle <laughs> Castle I um, got it It was founded in the year 812 Oof, That's early, ooh. isn't it? By the Vikings Wow Oh, lovely Have you got anything else on uh, on, on Limerick? I do, actually um, Continuing our theme of nicknames from last week If you remember ah, I'd already um, forgotten the people of Limerick are called Shannon Siders. I might be pronouncing <laughs> that wrong, but it is spelt how it how I said it, as in Shan- the girl's name Shannon. Shannon Siders and Siders, um, and that dates back to a, a 1691 treaty that ended the Williamite War in Ireland between the Irish Jacobites, um, the Catholics, um, and the Williamites, the supporters of William of George. From uh, William of Orange from <laughs> Holland, who was a Protestant. I don't know why the word Shannon Siders, uh, where that comes from, but it is a nickname. And they're also called the Buttermilks, maybe because of their great buttermilk. Um, the Buttermilks. Whose side are you on, Jamie? I am um, oh, a big Catholic, you know that. <laughs> no, no, you're, I'm not Catholic. You, you are, you are, aren't you? That's, yeah. That's, uh, if anybody knows Jamie. I'm Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Largest Catholic there is. Oh, I also got that there are 10 places in the US, you probably saw this as well, uh, also called Limerick. Y- did you know that? Yes, I did see that, actually. Yeah, which is quite interesting. I was counting on you to get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you have Limerick in Georgia, Limerick in Illinois, Limerick in Louisville, uh, Limerick in Maine, Limerick in Mississippi, Limerick in New York, Limerick in Ohio, Limerick in South Carolina, Limerick in Township, don't know that, uh, Limerick in Pennsylvania, oh, Limerick Township in Pennsylvania, and New Limerick in Maine. Now, I don't know if that's interesting, but, yeah. Where was Illinois? <laughs> Il- <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> you said <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, Illinois. I was thinking of that, um, that Xbox game that's French. <laughs> Maybe. To be fair, it could have come from um, France. It Illinois. looks like a, a French name, doesn't it? Maybe we'll go Illinois. there and uh, and just call it Illinois. Illinois. Excuse oh, me. Do you know where Illinois is? <laughs> I seem to be in Illinois. Um, <laughs> there's a town in Limerick County called Effin. E-F-F-I-N, which is quite funny because you get people going, when is the effing bus coming? Are you, are you in, are you effing kidding effing. me? You're effing kidding me. Are, are you effing kidding me? Is the effing bus coming? <laughs> coming. <laughs> when's the effing bus, bus coming? Bus. Uh, where, when's the effing bus, bus coming? Bus coming. Are you kidding me? You're quite good at that, man. I'm <laughs> rubbish. Or are you kidding me? Fantastic, <laughs> brilliant, um, lovely. Yeah, that's Any all more? I have on on Limerick. The other day, I was actually contacted by the <laughs> CIFAS. 
Oh, as, yeah. as we all know, that is the Centro de Litenciaria de la Fierza Amadas, the Spanish Armed Forces Intelligence Centre. Of course, yeah. Yeah. And they asked me to pop to Limerick to infiltrate Fun World, uh, the entertainment venue with bowling arcades and pool tables, uh, <laughs> to interrogate the bowling shoe manager, Patrick O'Connor. <laughs> shoe manager. <laughs> Yeah, his name is Pat- yeah. Patrick O'Connor, of course. Of course. Um, about his suspicious involvement with Brummy organised crime gang, the Burger Bar Boys. Oh, okay, okay. Have you heard of them? Um, no, but they sound like a lovely bunch of lads, but you're about to tell me they're not. Uh, they were quite famous back in the day. Um, uh, but yeah, so they're organised crime gang, the Burger Bar Boys, and the transportation of the... Uh, Californian leaf-nosed bats from Malaga to Birmingham and Limerick. That's so dangerous. Yeah, and they're, they're illegal to transport around like that. Yeah, of course. Of course. But of course. I'd have to travel to Spain to get my interrogation equipment. And my current form of transport um, over land and water um, is a Zorb. <laughs> Now, if you don't know what a Zorb is, <laughs> it's one of those. <laughs> oh, yes. Large. Yeah. Are they inflatable? I don't know what they are. Yeah, I think so. They are inflatable. Um, that you get inside <laughs> and you roll around in. But it can go on water as well. So uh, I can do the whole trip to Spain um, and then back to Limerick in a Zorb. Uh, the fastest a Zorb has gone is about 32 miles an hour. That's the... Uh, the fastest, <laughs> the fastest? wow <laughs> i feel like that would be impacted on water <laughs> yeah just a bit so i kind of thought about going up hills in Azorb as well i need to like invent some kind of pulley system um but that, that that would mean going up to the top of the hill to pull myself up back down the hill in the in the Zorb, back up the well hill. <laughs> maybe you could some invent some sort of like um like i don't know some sort of weight based uh, pulley system inside the Zorb that um, sort of generates weight on one side to help you turn Ooh, to sort idea. of help you uphill yeah. while staying in the Zorb because you don't really want to get out, do you? No, not really, unless someone came with me and helped me. But I, yeah. I kind of figured that going uphills, I'd probably go no faster than three miles an hour, really. Um, and if I was yeah. to invent something like that, I, I wouldn't be great at it, so it would only be a three mile an hour job. So I did like an average of 12 miles an hour, including... Uh, stoppages overnights in, uh, in oh, nice. uh, motels. That's um, thoughtful of you. Yeah. And it would take me about 223 hours to do that. 223 hours? I'd say that's yeah. that's worth it. Yeah. So I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many days is that? Um, if you do the maths, which I can do really quickly for you. Uh, so what? It's 223, isn't it? Um, that's nine days... Ah, that's not bad. Well, um, you, you're so good at these segues because that brings us again to this week's sponsor, mm-hmm. um, Zorbs. <laughs> they have kindly given us fifty grand for this week's episode um, for the fact or fiction, mainly for the fact or fiction section yes. um, of our podcast. Um, so thank you very much to um, Zorb. The all, uh, all-in-one, all-encompassing Zorg, Zorb <laughs> website um, for all your Zorb needs. So that is Zorb.org. 
Yeah. Dot com. Yeah, that's it. And they have uh, all different types of zorbs, don't they? They have um, yeah, off-road big zorbs, big ones, off-road. small ones. Uh, I use the incognito zorb, obviously, <laughs> uh, for my travels. And the spy zorb. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you've got the oval zorb as well, if, you, if, you, if you're looking for a workout. Yeah. <laughs> that, one, that one comes with a free sick bag. Yeah, you've got the banana zorb. Banana Zorb, no one's ever used that one. They've never moved. <laughs> they just rock from side to side, those ones. <laughs> They've got the Peach Zorb. That one's got a slight divot in the top. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the Pineapple Zorb. That one's pretty useless. Oh, yeah. I yeah. That I one. mean, yeah. Quite we, dangerous. We've, we've tried most of them. Um, so thank you so much to Zorb.org for sponsoring this week's podcast. Yeah. And if... You uh, go onto the Zorb website and put in um, code Jam About Zorbs. Uh, you get ten percent off your first Zorb and a free um, uh, a makeover of your Zorb. Yeah, yeah, you do get. It comes with uh, one of the many sticker kits that Zorb.org <laughs> offer for your Zorb. Um, start starting at five hundred pounds. Uh, our ten percent starts at five hundred pounds. Um, which we think is quite a good deal because, um, yeah. you know, if you're serious about zorbing, that's the way to go. It you, is. You're, you're going to need to spend that much anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't recommend them enough. I've only yeah. been spotted a few times whilst incognito. And yeah, exactly. So, well, that's that's um, moving on from our sponsor. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that's funny, Jamie, because, uh, well, Limerick is 521 miles from Brighton. Uh, 11 hours by car, obviously, God. including some sort of uh, water transport. Yeah. Uh, 19 hours by train. Uh, five days walk. And I've got walk in uh, quotation marks because you're not right. walking across the sea, are you? Or but are you? Unless you're Jesus. Jesus. Hey. And Moses together. And Moses. <laughs> They're a team, aren't they? They're such a team. Do you reckon they argue? <laughs> Don't they get into some water and Jesus is like, nah man, I can walk it. And Moses is like, oh come on man, let's just part <laughs> God, it's just so much easier then, just to walk across it. It's like, nah they're, man. They're having an argument and uh, and then someone comes past on a Zorb bought from Zorb.org <laughs> and it just floats straight across. And they're like, well, what, what are we arguing about? Yeah, and exactly. Then, uh, <laughs> and then that's, that's where it ends. Anyway, that's the advert for Zorb. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a two day cycle, um, but Jamie to travel to Limerick from Brighton in our favourite submarine, the Triton oh. thirty three hundred. Well, with my dodgy calculations, it would take a hundred and seventy six hours, twenty eight minutes, and sixteen seconds. Oh, okay. So where are you going from? I'm going from Limerick. From Brighton to Limerick, but I've added in a mm. few extra miles to go around the coast of England. Good plan. Now, yeah. the Triton 3300, I believe, might be driven to the Triton 3000 because the Triton 3300 can only travel at three knots. So it take 176 hours, 28 minutes and 16 seconds. Wow. Unfortunately, though, the Triton 3300 only has a 12-hour battery life. So including in charge times and assuming you have a boat right next to you at all times ready to charge you, it would take 190 hours, 28 minutes and 16 seconds, which is seven days and nine hours, kind of, I think. That's okay. Just a week and you get to experience a sub. 
exactly. Um, Triton, not a sponsor, but you know, you are our favourite submarine company. So yeah, for sure, much better in... than um, mysubmarine.com. Yeah, mysubmarine.com. So um, yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. Big shout. shout. Out. Hopefully, we'll get uh, sponsored by uh, by Triton Subs. That'd be sick sponsor. Oh my One day. god. For real, that would be so good. That would be if amazing. We got sponsored by be Triton. So hyped. <laughs> uh, if anybody actually wants to type in Triton thirty three hundred into Google, I would like to say it looks like a coffee maker, like a coffee, a filter yeah. coffee jug. Mm. It doesn't. Yeah. So, I just thought I'd mention that. I'll, I'll um, post a lovely picture of it on the on the Instagrams and other socials. Ah, yes, our out of context jammies. It will be included yes, in in those. Will be there. Fantastic. Okay, Fantastic. so also Ireland is uh, is famous for many things, mm-hmm. but one thing I have never understood, Jamie, is Gaelic football. Yes, I, I think I played it once in school. No um, way. Have you actually? Yeah, we went, our PE teacher was like, right, today we're doing Gaelic football. Um, I don't remember anything about it though. I think I remember holding the ball. Um, <laughs> you well, you would be correct. Yeah. yeah. Would you like me to explain? All of the rules I have right here. Of course, yeah. Very simple game, okay? Mm. Similar to Australian football. Oh, just, before, mist- just before you say okay. that, oh, yeah, yeah. every time you say the word Gaelic, because I found out the way you actually pronounce Gaelic is garlic. No way, really? As, as in uh, garlic. Gaelic. Gaelic. <laughs> All right, so Gaelic football is similar to Australian football. It's a mix between football and rugby. There's 15 players on each team. Two 30 or 35 minute halves, literally a mix of football and rugby goals with goalkeepers like football, three points for a goal past the goalie in the football goal and one point for a rugby conversion type goal. (laughs) You can run with the ball in your hands so long as you don't run for more than four steps. (laughs) To continue, you must bounce the ball off your foot. That's called soloing. Uh, it just sounds like such a a cheaty, easy game. But you can bounce the ball just on the ground, but not more than twice in a row. Right, so you can bounce it once and then carry on four more steps. So you can bounce it on the floor, and then the next time you have to bounce it off your foot. That's what the pros do, Jamie. <laughs> what about the next time? You just you just go between the two. Or do you have to pass it after that? Otherwise, you just walk. No, no, no. You can bounce it off the foot and then off the floor. Is it contact or non-contact? It is contact. Ah, oh, that makes more like, sense. Right. Exactly. Tackles are like rugby and football. <laughs> but you can't touch the ball with, on the ground with your hands. And there is a yellow card, a black card, which means the player can be replaced, or a red card like football, and the player cannot be replaced. You're slowly turning into a cricket commentator at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) And with these type of rules, Jamie, I have no idea how anybody ever does actually play the game. Because I would be so confused about all the rules. I would be sitting there thinking, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Really sorry if that was annoying, but I sort of ran with it. No, 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 that was great. (laughs) (laughs) It really flowed. Mate, that's crazy, new, though. It's my new persona. I mean, it looks fun. It looks really good, but it's so confusing. There is so many rules. I, For real, don't know how they actually play the game. 
And how do the how the ref has got to count? I know they're all pros and they all know what they're doing, but how can the ref count if you've <laughs> if you if you've all oh, you've run more than four steps without bouncing the ball on your foot? Yeah, that must uh, be really hard. You actually, Craig, you bounced the uh, the ball on the floor last time. Come back a step. <laughs> how did Do you ever play it at school? Do you reckon they've got VAR? The problem with VAR. The problem with VAR in garlic football is. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see, you see, Gary. The problem with VAR in garlic football is that you can't see how many steps they've taken. <laughs> So um, that's a little bit about garlic football. Um, Really, it it looks amazing to watch, but my God, what a confusing game. Yeah. And um, quite frankly, I hope they've got VAR. I hope they have VAR. Um, That's nice. I mean, I got a few things on the garlic language, the Irish language. Oh, nice. Because it's another interesting language, much like the Welsh. Uh, It's not like the Welsh, but it's interesting like the Welsh language. Like? Like, um, there is no yes or no in in garlic. What? Yeah, they don't have a version of yes or no, um, apparently. Uh, so instead, so if the question was, did that family really play garlic football in the nude? They would say they did or they didn't. They wouldn't say yes or no. It would always be uh, they did or it did or they did. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, some English words come from garlic, such as brogues. Do you know what brogues means? Shoes. Yeah. And it comes from the Irish word brog, which means shoes, believe it or not. And okay. whiskey, this is a interesting one. In garlic, it's pronounced ishkabaha, or something like that. And it means the water of life. <laughs> it's essential. <laughs> it is, to the Irish people. And hooligan is also from garlic, and it comes from an old oh. Irish family name, um, O'Hulahan, I think that's how they say it. O'Hulahan! That sounds like a national anthem. It does. O'Hulahan! <laughs> You're singing that uh, song from Dirty Dancing. Last time I sing that one. <laughs> what was that, Ghost? It's ghost, no isn't idea, it? but that, that's that's cool. I like that, um, yeah. and I really love that whiskey's essential. It is. It's the essential water of life. For some reason, in this section, I'm always handed food, which is amazing. That um, is great. You, that was why I didn't really talk much. I was handed <laughs> handed um, some food. Um, okay, so as we're in Limerick this week, uh-huh. the Wilkie Sun. Yeah, I thought. We should talk about limericks, and I've stolen your intro. You have, but that's okay, because I wasn't quick enough. So a limerick is a type of humorous verse of five lines with an A-A-B-B-A rhyme scheme. The poem's connection with the city is obscure, but the name is generally taken to be a reference to Limerick City or County Limerick. It may derive from an earlier form of nonsense verse parlour game that traditionally included a refrain, will or won't you come up to Limerick? I was really hoping you would say A-A-B-B-A is ABBA. <laughs> ABBA. ABBA. A humorous verse of five lines with an ABBA rhyme scheme. <laughs> Take a chance. Okay. Um, would you like to hear my limerick? 
I'd love to hear yours, yes. We've both written the limerick. Um, Okay, so Caitlin was a huge help with this one because I knew I wanted to say the words pooing and (laughs) cross-country canoeing. Oh, yes. But here we go. So Okay. um, Try not to mess up my words here. There once was a guy named Jerry. He came from Londonderry. Oof. He really loved pooing whilst cross-country canoeing. Most people avoided Jerry. That's very nice. That's very good. <laughs> I like that. Shall I try it in Irish? Yeah. Uh, there once was a there once was a guy named Jerry. He came from London Derry. He really loved pooing. Last cross country canoe. Oh my god, I've got American. <laughs> Most people avoided Jerry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was very nice. I like that you got cross country canoeing and other references to the podcast in there. Yeah, thank um, you. Thank I you. didn't. <laughs> but my one my one um involves a man called Gilly. Oh, nice. I wonder who if that it, is. If anybody doesn't know, at school I was known as Gilly. Indeed. Um I went to college after school and I said uh, to everyone that I am known as Gilly <laughs> and they went, oh, "I don't like that." <laughs> and it died there, but oh. I still like I still like it. That's just like mine. Like I, I used to like being called Wilkie. So I used to say, oh, yeah. It's called me Wilkie, but everyone called Go me Wilco. And Wilco didn't have the same <laughs> well, ring to it. It's the, it's the cheap, the cheap, brand, the cheap uh, store in England. Yeah, it sounds like a cereal brand. You know? Did you have um, a Wilkinson's? Yeah. 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 I, Wilkinson's. Yeah. I own it. Uh, so <laughs> let, this is my limerick. <clears throat> there was a young man named Gilly. He was known to be rather damn silly. <laughs> he fell on his butt and squished his nuts. Now he really has his own willy. <laughs> yes! Oh. Wow! <laughs> oh my god. I had to Google uh, what a limerick was again because I actually forgot. Yeah, same. I thought it was more complex than that. Yeah, so did I. I was like, A-A-B-B-A, rhyme scheme. Oh, that sounds so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, oh, I hope you enjoyed really our lovely limericks. Uh, be sure <laughs> to send them to your local council um, so they can be put up in all the local newsletters everywhere. I was wondering where you were going <laughs> with that. <laughs> Man, I'm sweating really in this that. room. It's so hot. Jesus. Um, So, James, next it is. Fact or fiction, this is a section where James and myself come up with either a fact or a fictional fact about the town we are talking about. Um, However, if one of us has the same fact as the other, there's a £5 forfeit. 
That's it, folks. That's, That's it. That's it. That's right. it. Who did you like the the take it in turns approach, or did you like one person's fact or fictions all at once? I quite liked the take it in turns because I think it made the forfeit a bit more scary. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hang on, hang on. Let's um let's listen to what the audience thinks before we move on. One second. Christ, you're really angry. There's <laughs> a lot of booze there. Jesus, man. Someone threw a rock at me. Didn't realise it was that controversial. Christ, oh. calm down, guys. Good heavens. Wow. Well, we'll do it. Uh, we'll take turns this okay. time. Who's going to go first? Um, I'll go first. Fine. Fine, then. Grass being cut in Limerick in February. Fact or fiction? <laughs> no, I know what you've done here. <laughs> Last week, I had a lot of mundane ones. Uh, we went on a walk, didn't we? We forgot we went on a walk. And uh, he said, I'm not very happy with your mundane ones. So he's, <laughs> he's gone and stolen my mundane one. Um, say it again. Grass being cut in Limerick in February. Let me give you a little bit more. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but not a lot. Um, there was a quote from someone that lives in Limerick who was shocked that there was grass being cut. It is only the second week in February, but already some Limerick farmers are cutting grass. <laughs> Wait, so some people don't cut... I mean, you don't cut it much in winter, but you can cut your grass in winter. I mean, you can, but it's just not the, the preferred time, isn't it? I don't know. Yes. I, uh, I wouldn't know, really. <laughs> um, we wouldn't know in our one-bed flats, would we? <laughs> <laughs> Overpriced Brighton one-bed flats. Exactly, yeah. I can um, cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going with that? <laughs> You're on fire, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, this is dum, di, di, dum, di, di, dum. fact. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's fact, yeah, this is true. Grass yeah. was being cut in Limerick in February. Would you believe that? You've heard it here first, folks. If you hadn't listened to this today, press play on this little podcast, yeah. you wouldn't have known that grass... He's being cut in Limerick. Or it, or it was. It was. <laughs> in February. Um, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Give me your first one, James. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, before, you, before we go on, you need to know something about um, Ireland. I believe the Irish police are called the Guardia. What, like, uh, like Italy? Guardia. 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 Um, I believe. I really. I might. I hope. I hope I'm not really wrong. And I've. But um, yeah, I believe they're called the Guardia. Okay. That's um. Cool. So um, fifty arrested as Guardia and SWAT team break up illegal lockdown mass. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so they needed mass so badly. Mass. <laughs> and they needed a SWAT team. <laughs> Um, fact or fiction, Jamie? Oh, fact. That sounds like a classic Limerick thing to do. <laughs> it's the most Irish thing ever, right? It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no question. 
the Wilkie Sun. Yeah. This is fact. Oh, happy days. Oh, oh happy way. days. Oh, that's not right. That's fucking oh. great. Oh, it's so lovely. Oh, that's, that's so lovely. lovely. That's absolutely great. That's great. Um, <laughs> your number two, please, Jamie. My number two <coughs> is a limerick man with a shoe fetish stole 126 pairs of flip-flops to have sexual intercourse with them. <laughs> he allegedly told officers that after several hours of wearing the flip-flops, he cuddled and kissed them, stripping off and rubbing them on his body before having sex with them. <laughs> so this is sort of in the same vein as last week's... Was it a cockroach <laughs> that a man was in love with? Yeah, it was the cockroach, yeah. Um, so, you know the term fapping? Yeah. <laughs> Could he say he's flopping? <laughs> or flop fapping? Flop fapping. Oh, brilliant. Shout out to you flop flappers out there. <laughs> well, what do you now you, you tug on my heartstrings with these ones, Jamie. <laughs> You really do, because I just want this so badly to be true. Um, it's very you, though. It's very you. I'm going to say fiction. Yes, fiction. Um, but this did happen in Thailand. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where did the one last week happen? Um, uh, Vietnam, I think. Vietnam. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's great, isn't it? That's great. He's, he's living his life. I think he got arrested just for the stealing of the flip flops. All oh, right. So I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't care what you do with them. <laughs> no, you can do whatever you want with a flip flop. Yeah, that's totally no, did down they, to you. Did they swarm in with a SWAT team or a flop team? Um, a flop team. A flop flapping team <laughs> and go. Um, you're under arrest. What are you doing with those? Yeah. You reckon? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think this person's name was Clayer, uh, and he would wear them around his home as it turned him on. That's quite nice, isn't it? He's wearing them around <laughs> home. Um, I mean, that's easily pleased, I've got to say. Um, yeah, easily pleased. If that's what does it for you, then you're not harming nobody apart from the stealing them. Who are we to judge? Apart from we will judge your stealing. We will, yeah, to make the yeah. podcast a bit funnier. Um, <laughs> your next one, please, James. Well, there's only one thing... What's their name again? Claire. There's only one thing we have to say to Claire, isn't there, Jamie? Oh, there is. Shout, Shout out, out Claire. Claire. Shout, Shout out to you if you're listening. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, <laughs> fan. Tabby tastic. Okay. What am I on number two? Uh-huh. Um, we're back with the Guardia. I really hope they are the. the that's how you say it. Ga- Guardia. The Guardia. The, the Guardia. Um, the Guardia arrest seven-year-old girl for breaking lockdown restrictions to feed the ducks. <laughs> Actually arrested her. Arrested? Ow. <laughs> A seven-year-old seven girl um, for breaking lockdown restrictions with her nan to feed the ducks. Did the nan get arrested as well? I believe they both were arrested. They were both arrested? God. Um... 
when was this? How long? How many days ago? Weeks ago? Do you know? Um, I'm unaware. Not that that makes any difference because I don't know Ireland's lockdown rules. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say fiction. Wilkie son, this is fact. Oh, damn! A seven-year-old girl was arrested <laughs> in Limerick for breaking lockdown restrictions to feed the ducks with her nan. Oh no! Brutal, absolutely brutal. <laughs> they proved a point. <laughs> they got her. Yeah, they got that seven-year-old. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. You're under you're under arrest. You have the right to remain silent. Um, <laughs> 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 what were you doing out here? You uh, meant- feeding the ducks. <laughs> <laughs> You're meant to be using wholemeal bread. (laughs) (laughs) You do realise that um, this inflates the duck's stomach. It's very dangerous. (laughs) Um, Okay, Jamie. Okay. You're number number three? Number three. Number number three, please. In 2014. I'm not going to bother doing the Irish accent. A bus full of potatoes drove around the city. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. (laughs) There were... were (laughs) There were rumours of a potato famine. These potatoes were accompanied by a giant granny puppet. What? Giant puppet of an old woman. Sorry, I'm trying to picture this in my head. I've been to Dublin before, so when I'm thinking of Ireland, all I think of is one road in Dublin. Um, And I'm imagining a lorry driving past full of potatoes with a granny. (laughs) Explain. No, it was a bus. Um, full of potatoes. Why a bus? Why did the bus have potatoes? Bus was full of potatoes. Um, uh, the potato famine thing is uh, not true. I can tell you that because there isn't a potato famine. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you? What? <laughs> but uh, these potatoes were accompanied by a giant puppet of a granny. Um, in, and in the bus. No, no, just walking down the street. Um, I think they had like probably 50 to 70 people controlling the big puppet. Um, and the big puppet stayed in Limerick for a few days and slept on a giant bed. <laughs> uh, okay, this one is so... I'm still confused by it, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with... It's just so far-fetched that I think it's fact... You're really good at these. That is that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know why um there was a bus full of potatoes. Maybe it was just a celebration of the potato cuz the Irish love their potatoes. Um and the giant puppet was some French artist that does like giant puppets. But it was massive. I'm talking <laughs> like not far off the size of my flat. Like oh my, the height of my flat. flat. The height of my flat. Wow. Wow. Well, shout out to her. Yeah. Big shout out to Big Puppet Granny. Big Puppet Granny. Big Puppet Granny. um, Yeah. We salute you. We salute you, yeah. Uh, James? Um, So, bear in mind that I have a fourth. Just bear that in mind, okay? Okay. Um, So, an Irish fiddle player... Made a hundred and forty-six thousand euros in one night in a small bar in Limerick when an English stag party of millionaires pitched up for the night 
and got extremely drunk. Mm. Would you like any more context? Uh, yes, please. Um, they played a game of so-called how high, seeing how high each other could tip the, pit, the fiddle player. Um, and apparently the group got kicked out several times, but found their way back in after paying off almost every member of staff, including the bouncers and the owners of the bar. Right. So they basically paid their way to stay the entire evening, and the fiddle player of the night walked away with 146 grand at the end of the night. Oh, my word. (laughs) And I bet he was, um, much like us, a poor musician as well. Uh, Yes. So he was... It was a she as well. Oh, so that's a night, isn't it? She did very well. I'm jealous. She did ve- <laughs> Can um, you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> your ta- imagine like your taxes, doing your taxes one year, <laughs> and then doing them the next year, <laughs> and they're like, "Hang on, you earned 146, <laughs> 150." <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, for sure. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Fact. The Wilkie Sun, that is fiction. Wow, you're getting so good at <laughs> fooling me. Because that one was so in between, like, uh, absurd and mundane. Yeah, I know. I, I, I try. Well, the thing was, Limerick, <sighs> I couldn't find too much in you, Limerick. I couldn't find much of you in you. And yeah. um, I don't have a fourth. I just said I had a fourth to fool you. Because otherwise, you would have thought I had... Um, Two facts and one lie. So I said I had a fourth, so you thought my lie was coming up. Clever, right, eh? I see. Very clever, yeah. All the mental games. I take this seriously. You do, yeah. Unlike me. And I come up with stupid shit and you know it's <laughs> fiction straight away. But I did <sighs> see a fiddle player when I went to Dublin. I've mentioned this twice now. I have been travelling, guys. I went to Dr- Dublin once. Um. <laughs> yes. Sorry, that, that yeah, probably sounded yeah. really sarcastic. Yes. <laughs> but I'm actually genuinely uh, happy. Um, um, I'll try and come up with weirder ones next week. Apologies. So it's time for the largest car park. Yes, 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 I'm ready, Limerick. Bring on the largest car park in Limerick. And I really hope that the sort of like the, you know, the T's and C's in the car park mm-hmm. are written as a Limerick in oh, Limerick. Yeah, I can tell you that they are. Today, the prize is an Ormic 10 ton lift and carry mobile crane worth. Six thousand five hundred pounds. Um. <laughs> um. How high? Um. I don't think it's massive. I'm just sending it to you now. You can see it's pretty good. It's not like your uh, massive crane. Your your big crane. It's like oh. a, it's a small crane. <laughs> <laughs> when you said lift and carry, I thought it was a crane you could pick up. <laughs> <laughs> or like a little toy crane. No, I was imagining like an actual functional <laughs> crane that you could like that was so light 
it was like sort of the site, sort of like the height of a house, but it was so light that you could pick it up. <laughs> that would be crazy. It wouldn't be able to do its crane duties if it was that light. <laughs> well, you will find this photo in the No Context Jammies, which are a series of photos with no context. But if you listen to the podcast, there's your context um, on our Instagram. And you'll see this very crane on there. Yeah. Um, and I, <laughs> if I get this correct, I will... Like, seriously, will be winning this crane. Yeah. I don't know where I'll put it, but I will be winning this. And again, thanks to Zorb.org, our sponsor of this week's podcast, for making this possible. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, James Gillian. The largest car park in Limerick is Crescent Shopping Centre car park. No. It has outdoor and possibly indoor park oh come on I couldn't see oh you kidding me so what's Parkopedia doing this is their, literally their job <laughs> I have to do more research than Parkopedia can give me usually right um so say it again Crescent Shopping Centre is the largest car park in Limerick it has Outdoor parking and possibly indoor. Okay, so Crescent Shopping Centre in Limerick mm-hmm. has a total of 750 spaces, ladies and gentlemen. No. No! <laughs> <laughs> I was like really confident, like really confident. Really, <laughs> I could see the fear in your eyes. No, um, one thousand five hundred spaces. I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I forget how big Ireland is. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really worry when um, the spaces are an even number, like an even round number, like one thousand yeah. five hundred. I'm like, God, he could just guess that. It's very possible. Like when it was two thousand, and Caitlin said two thousand, I was like, no, yeah. whatever it was. 1,200. Uh, no, so you didn't get it right today. You do not win the Ormic 10-ton lift and carry mobile crane worth £6,500. Uh, £6, I will be sending it back to the owner. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Don't worry. I will buy myself an actual portable crane that I can pick up myself. <laughs> Good luck finding one of them out on the street. <laughs> oh, very... Very, very good. We find ourselves, um, good people, mm-hmm. in the final section of our podcast called Quick Weirds. Um, Quick yeah. Weirds, for anyone that hasn't listened before, is a section... Uh, nothing to do with our town of Limerick this week. Um, it is just a series of news articles, which we say very, very quickly. And then we each get to choose one at the end to elaborate on from each other's quick weirds. Uh, who's going to go first this week? <clears throat> How many have you got? I have got four quick weirds. So have I. Um, it's like we planned it. It is. <laughs> uh, I'll go first, <clears throat> as I have the choice. Should we go really quick this week? Yeah, okay. And go. Woman named Marijuana Pepsi who refused to change her name. <laughs> Man shoots armadillo, hits mother-in-law next door. 
Boy takes books in microwave after school bans bags. Winner of French Scrabble Cup Championship does not speak French. Macaulay Culkin to legally change his middle name to Macaulay Culkin. Snake swallows salad tongs. Woman boards flight to find her seat assignment is in the plane's lavatory. Weird taxidermy. Artist inflated animals into colourful balloons. Best one yet. Yeah. That was a good one, that one. Yeah. Shout out to you and you and you. And you. Shout and out you. to Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Oh, yes. Um, right, I have seen the boy that carries his books in a microwave before, I'm afraid. I have seen this story. Damn it. Um, they banned something in his school. <clears throat> I can't remember what it was, but they banned something. Was it drawstring um, bags or something like that? I can't remember. Maybe mm. it was C... Maybe it was... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe backpack, something weird like that. And so he brought his books into school in a microwave, yeah. as, um sort of to to make a stand. Um, <laughs> I was trying, trying to think of some of your other your other ones. Um, what what was uh, what's your what was your favourite? Uh, my favourite. I mean, I, I quite liked the Macaulay Culkin one, but I don't know if it's serious and it's very short. But basically, he um, asked Twitter what he should change his middle name to. Um, and everyone on Twitter said you should change your middle name legally to Macaulay Culkin. That's <laughs> um, so his name. I don't know if he's done it. It would be great if he did. Uh, his full name would be Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Yeah. Say that quicker. Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. <laughs> Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, shout out to Joe Lysett, good friend of ours. <laughs> good, good friend of ours, Joe Lysett. <laughs> Who legally changed his name to Hugo Boss. Yeah, that was great. Take out of that. Hugo Boss. Um, nice, 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 nice. Yeah, nice, um, nice. Uh, what ones did you have again? I never remember yours after... after yeah, it's hard, isn't it? That's, mm. the, that's the flaw with this section. It Man is. shoots armadillo, hits mother-in-law next door. That one's quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, the weird taxidermy where an artist inflated animals into colourful balloons is Oh, fucking horrendous tell, tell me about that that sounds very that is um, horrendous sounds very vegan ding oh. ding got so close <laughs> to the end so close so to close. the end we almost made it yeah it was really good I feel like you don't got that written down on your sheet you got actually written. I don't but I will do now right now oh, I put it in oh, big bold it, letters at the top vegan this one is honestly disgusting oh no um uh art is an outlet of the mind to aid in sharing the stream of conscious um, of your soul and inner self. <laughs> the work of an artist creates a way for them to speak through objects over words. Okay, yes, but please don't blow up killed animals in the yeah. it, to balloons. It's disgusting. <laughs> so grim. <laughs> um, artist Yang Maiwang, Maiwan, I feel I've named that, na- named that, nailed that, is highly regarded in his original ideas and exotic art pieces. Um, at Maiwan is a Chinese artist and uses the skins of dead animals as a medium to work with by inflating the skins to monstrous sizes. And I mean monstrous sizes. There's a horse on here and it is like like an exercise ball times two. But actually just a horse that's been... Well, yeah, yeah, anyway. Really? Oh Uh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jesus. Um, Maiwan creates work that stands out among the rest. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah, I am... No shit, yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think maybe, yeah, the people can maybe Google that one themselves um, to see that one. <laughs> I'm not sure we'll put that on the Instagram. Um, no, no, no. And then um, just remember that a snake swallowed salad tongs. That's quite funny. I quite like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, just remember that, guys. Snakes can swallow salad tongs. Wow. Wow, wow, and, wow. And how many ways are there to cook an egg? There are a hundred ways to cook an egg. Do you want me to um, <laughs> read out some of the different ways you can cook an egg? Yeah, say say them as quick as possible, okay? This this isn't a hundred here, but I'll say however many are here. Um, oh, there's only like seven or eight. Eggs can be boiled, scrambled, poached, baked, basted, fried, sheared, coddled, pickled. <laughs> sheared? <laughs> or shired. <laughs> Talk me through how you'd shear an egg. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. Not only can you scramble, fry, or poach an egg, but you can bake or boil it. Have you ever baked an egg before? Um, before your um, vegan days? Never baked an egg before the ding ding days. Mm. Have you boiled an egg? I've boiled. An egg. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Have you scrambled an egg? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never sheared an egg. If you like to send in, um, not how you prefer your eggs, but if you've done your eggs in any different ways, please let us know. I'd please love to know. Because maybe there's 101 like ways to cook an egg, you know? That sounds like a great film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 101 ways to cook an egg. Also, I'd just like to mention, we went on a socially distanced walk the other day, didn't we? Because we do these via Skype. Um, yeah. Just so you're not, just so you're not worried, people. You know, <laughs> uh, we uh, we were going for a socially distanced walk, and we were talking about like imagining if we made merch, and um, you know, we we could do the standards. We could do your standard T-shirts. We could even do a mug. Crazy. We could even do, I don't know, socks. But yeah. <laughs> we've always had a jokey idea of making jam. Yeah, uh, we would really love to make jam, and I I was really um, inspired. When we went on that walk and we spoke about what jams we could do, we could do like lovely gin jams, strawberry gin, and um, I actually made a few. I didn't made a few. I <laughs> had an idea. I didn't made a few. This is what the <laughs> podcast does with my speech. Honestly, um, have you made jam yet? No, I, I need to buy the strawberries. You need to buy quite a lot of strawberries to make jam. You need like a buy kilo. Them, buy them frozen. That's an idea, isn't it? Actually. But if if you the listener, uh, if if enough of you want jam about town jam, <laughs> we somehow might make it happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I could probably do the first batch uh, off my own back uh, with my own money, um, but we maybe we'll need some extra money to come in. If people want to buy the jam, please buy the jam for extortionate prices. <laughs> <laughs> If you want £100 jam, <laughs> let us know. But, um, you know, for serious, serious, we might do some some, some merch in the future. Um, yeah, yeah. Let us know. No, I will, I will know. do jam as well. I had some interesting ideas for jam, uh, and I can't find them, which is great. <laughs> um, great. But, yeah, gin jams. I'm down gin with it. Gin jams. Yeah. We're, we're, we're doing it. Um, gin jams. Gin jam. Jam oh! about gin jams. Jam about gin jams. Um we have been Jamie Wilkinson and... And I've been Jamie Wilkinson. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, thank you very much for joining us on our 
wonderful adventure through Limerick. Um, next week, we may have a special guest on the show. We might have a special guest, and you might have heard of him before. Yeah. From the podcast, he's not really famous. <laughs> <laughs> famous to us, famous to you if you've listened to the podcast. Exactly, he's a, he's a good lad. Um, he's a good lad. But you'll have to wait until next week. Until next week, because this next week will be our tenth episode special. Can you believe that? Ten episodes. Oh my word, that's ten hours, mate. Well, more than ten hours. <laughs> oh yeah, about fifteen uh, hours. But yes, we uh, we that will be our special episode. So um, hopefully, hopefully you look forward to that, and I hope yeah. you've enjoyed this one. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. See you now. Good, good, don't walk out the walk out the door. Good. I can't sing that. It's copyright. Cause it's copyright. 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 You're gonna give me with that copyright strike. Copyright. Copyright <laughs> strike. Give me that copyright. Copyright strike. Copyright. Walking out the door. Copyright. <laughs> Bye. Bye.